Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. In this episode, we recap the final round of the Kenya National Rally Championship, the Guru Nanak Rally. We get reactions from the new Kenya National Rally Champion, Karim Patel, along with Jasmeet Chana. And we also find out about the electronic timing system as we speak to Harry Sagu. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the show. So Karim Patel and Tosif Khan have clinched the 2022 Kenya National Rally title after winning the Guru Nanak Rally. The duo won all the stages, finishing ahead of Baldev Chaga and Gareth Dorr, with Anthony Nielsen and William Bass rounding off the podium. In total, eight drivers finished the event out of the 12 that started. Jasmeet and Ravi Chana were also in the running for the Kenya National Rally Championship until their car developed mechanical problems. After the event, I spoke to Jasmeet Chana. Jasmeet, uh, thank you very much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. I guess it's a case of so near yet so far. Uh, how was today for you? Well, um, the morning loop was going well. Uh, we were only a few seconds behind Anthony and we knew the second time round we we'll, would we'll catch up with him. Uh, but unfortunately, into the second loop, the first stage, uh, about two kilometers in, we lost uh, boost. So we de decided to stop and uh, fix. We did. Tried recovering the time. Uh, going into the second last stage, um, the bottom pipe for the turbo came off. So that one we decided to drive uh, through with uh, no boost. And uh, got to the power stage, and that's where we fixed our turbo pipes. And... Uh, even if you look at our stage times from there on, were quicker than most of uh, everyone else besides current. Um, not a bad day. Uh, that's rallying. You take it with a pinch of salt and uh, try and get better. It is one of those days uh, your car is normally so reliable and you know, you're one of the cleanest drivers in the Kenya National Rally Championship. Uh, it just chose the wrong time to fail uh, the car. Um, like I've told myself, uh, maybe the gods had a different idea. Uh, maybe if that turbo pipe had not come out, something worse would have happened. Um, I take it as a blessing in disguise. Um, I thank him again and uh, we move forward. It was always going to be tough. Uh, Karen's in a Rally 2 car, you're in a Group N car. Uh, you know, it's it's almost like you're fighting two different battles. Yes, um, we had not come with the intentions of leading. Uh, our aim was to finish second, uh, right behind Karen, which we were doing. Uh, unfortunately, like uh, things didn't go our way, uh, but we thank God for all that he's given us. That's the runner-up in the Kenya National Rally Championship, Jasmeet Chana. Now, as we mentioned, Karim Patel and Tosif Khan are the winners of the Kenya National Rally Championship. I spoke to Karim Patel uh, shortly after the event. Karen, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, congratulations, uh, 2022 Kenya National Rally Champion. Uh, first of all, how are you feeling about the achievement? It's uh, no, it's definitely uh, something to cherish and uh, remember for the rest of my life. And uh, I'm sure that goes for the same with, uh, with the rest of the team. Uh, we've worked a lot, uh, very hard from the very start in 
2014 when we first started racing you know we've learned a lot we've come a long way and uh, we've got our first championship today so it's great dominant performance uh, taking all the stages including the power stage today uh, you really set out uh, to do what you wanted to do in the morning yeah for sure it's uh, it's been good eight eight out of eight uh, win stage wins uh, plus the power stage yeah we we were definitely looking to win the event so and we had to win uh, outright anyway if if we were to have any chance of winning the championship so there was no two ways about it how much pressure were you and your navigator Tosi for feeling in the morning pressure is not something we feel uh, as a driver i don't know about him maybe him but for me it's uh, the pressure can be there but it's uh, you know it's something i don't let uh, affect my 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 driving let's say at the coast rally uh, when you retired uh, of course now it looked like the tide had turned uh, towards just meet uh, from your point of view uh, how disappointed were you with what happened at the coast yeah definitely it was not a good thing but uh, it was a bit tricky because you know all our crew were heading back from Zambia from the ARC so we had no one there in coast for the for the car maybe uh, you know that's just a lot of uh, key key issues played a role in it not working out in our favor but yeah it was quite disappointing at the moment in time it happened but nevertheless we still won the championship so everything uh, happened for for the better uh, of course you had a gearbox problem and trying to get a gearbox for the evo 10 it meant that you had to go back to the ford yeah for sure you know we uh, the gearbox was totally messed up in Bamba, so getting a new one is obviously something expensive. So we decided uh, against it. We have another car, so I spend a few million bob to 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 get a gearbox. So for now that the car is on hold, it's it's not uh, uh, in a state for competition. But uh, yeah, so the easiest option was to get the Ford ready, and we done that. So regardless of uh, whether we had the Ford here or not, I'm, I'm sure if. If we had the Evo still, there would have been a similar result, but uh, you'll never know. We'll never know. Karen, um, probably the turning point uh, initially when you got the Ford, uh, you were having teething problems with it, a uh, lot of mechanical issues, there were retirements, but uh, as soon as you got Rob on board uh, here, it seems to have uh, turned around for you. Uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say exactly that. Uh, even when I first got the car, we a lot of our issues were down to maybe Aaron's driving. Uh, first rally broke a drive shaft. Second rally, uh, I think it was overheating because we hit a mud hole. So uh, no, because that's a bit uh, disrespectful to the rest of the team. Mm. But um, Rob is Rob is a very critical critical part of of the team now. Is uh, when it comes to him knowing my driving style, uh, him setting up the car, and, uh, and you know he, he's a he's a key key member of the team just like the rest everyone has their roles to play uh, when the cars go back it's everyone working on the cars not just rob but yeah it's it's it's, it's made a difference to the team but that, that, that doesn't mean the rest of the team is uh, is uh, not doing a good job uh, just tell us about your parents uh, you know they're at every event uh, really pushing you on uh, there's also your brother who's rallying as well kush uh, just a word about them yeah i mean Without them, we wouldn't be here. Without them, we wouldn't have Red Bull on board. I wouldn't have had the chance to uh, show my skills in, you know, in a car behind the wheel. But 
Yeah, it's, you know, rallying was the second motorsports I took part in. First was racing bikes and, uh, yeah, it's uh, something my dad has always uh, uh, invested in. Both my mom and my dad investing their time, their money and uh, a lot of other things, you know, from racing me, racing bikes, having me fall down, go to hospital. It's It's been a long journey uh, and uh, hopefully... Uh, this is the start of now many more championships won and uh, hopefully we can we can back the Africa Rally Championship also one day but uh, time will tell Karen uh, turning point a huge huge uh, year for you signing for Red Bull um, this result now will be such a positive for them as well uh, how big do you think 2023 can be for you uh, time will tell again it's uh, you know we're looking to try and do all races, all rallies. That includes ARC and uh, and KNRC and a few, maybe a few European races. So budget pending. Uh, hopefully, being the the new champion now, we can uh, have some you know interested parties willing to sponsor our ventures next year. And uh, so we will wait and see what the outcome is on that front, and then from there we'll decide. Because obviously, we also have uh, businesses to run and. And uh, the sport here is a bit uh, on the opposite side of, of making money. So, uh, you know, hopefully sponsors see the advantage of having their cars, uh, having the rally cars branded in their brands. Hopefully there's more and more interest in the sports, rally cross and autocross also. So, yeah, we'll see and uh, hopefully we can continue racing. Just finally a word about uh, Just Meet, uh, you know, pushing you all the way. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good race between the two of us. Uh, congratulations to him for the second place. Uh, I'm sure he wanted the win just the way we did. So, uh, you know, just uh, for him to know not to give up. There's always another year. And for us, uh, we hope to be there next year also fighting for the same championship. So, yeah, let's see. That's the winner of the Guru Nanak Rally and the Kenya National Rally Championship, Karan Patel. We'll be back. the four and two wheeled action motorsport 411 so welcome back now the electronic timing system has become an essential element of the kenya national rally championship the equipment is also being used in other forms of motorsport not only in kenya but in other parts of the world i got to speak to the man in charge of the timing system harry sagu Harry, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Um, first of all, you're pretty much now involved full-time with the timing system. So just tell us uh, what your relationship is with the company. Thank you very much, Sean. Uh, my name is Harry Sagu. I work with a company called RBI Sports that's based in Bulgaria. It's a, a joint venture between Results BG, Geotrack and Gladiator. And uh, we do timing and tracking for most of the rallies around. Uh, the system was introduced into Kenya in 2017 when we had the Top Fry Classic. And since then, it has we've never looked back. I mean, it's been a, a whole game changer in the industry. And the, the thing is, our results are so fast and they're so precise uh, competitors are so happy with everything that we do there's definitely no argument with that um since it's come in uh, initially they were running it from europe uh, now pretty much you can run everything here yeah yeah for the first uh, two years uh, they ran it through uh, remotely from europe but after that I, and after trainings and getting experienced i 
was given all the admin rights and now I run the system solely for all of Africa actually. So for most of the events around uh, in Africa, I can run even up to three events uh, all together in one day. Amazing. Uh, just tell us how it's changed the face of local rallying. It's become, this has become uh, really, really necessary because uh, you find a lot of comp uh, the competitors of, I mean, even before an event, we get calls from competitors asking, are you guys doing timing and tracking? And if you say no, and they get really disappointed because it means uh, no live link for timing, no live link for uh, your results. So it, it puts, you know, people out kind of, because our results are exact, basically, the moment a car finishes a stage, within like two minutes, you have the results. And uh, most of the times, navigators want to check how they've done on a stage. Uh, do they need to go faster? Do they need to you know, turn it down in between stages? Uh, on the other hand, public wants to see what is going on. And with this system, it's also interactive for all people out there because we set out links for timing and tracking. And you're free to watch your favorite person, how he's going, how he's doing. And it even gives you the speeds they've been clocking on the on the stages, which is the adrenaline most people want. Uh, how did you get involved with this? Uh, I was the chief controller when the, the, the first event that these guys did. And I, it was, I was quick to, you know, to take a, a, a leap into the whole thing and get... Uh, trained on the basics, how it was, and they realized, um, I mean, we have a niche for this because at that point, our the, the, the top five was the only one that used the system. And there had been so many complaints on the national grid that uh, there have been, you know, instances of results that were very questionable. And after that, the following year, we, a few of the clubs came on and said, let's try and use this. And our club, the Rift Valley Modern Sports Club, was one of the first ones. And after the results, I mean, people were astounded. I mean, the results were immediate. Normally, it would take up to maybe about three, four hours before, after an event, before results were released. Uh, meaning an endless delay, everyone's waiting around, they're getting jittery, they don't know who's won, prize giving is getting delayed. But with this, immediately the last car is out of the stage. We start doing results, provisional results are released. By the time the cars are back into the service park, we have uh, final results. And immediately prize giving can start. It really adds to the credibility of local motorsport uh, to know that you've got this timing system. It <coughs> eliminates any chance of cheating, uh, you know, even protests as well. Now we're seeing uh, protests almost non-existent. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, Sean, the, the, the whole timing system is based on GPS. Um, what we have is we've got triple uh, times that are picked. So we've got the controller who has the time. We have the tracking that gives us the time and we've got tag devices that pick the time as well. So between these three, you cannot alter any of the results. You cannot. Uh, what happens is the, the, the system, once the car is out, the system compares the three times and actually uses, you know, kind of averages and gives you the, the time for the whole thing. And it's milliseconds. The difference is never more than a second. Never, ever. And we've had instances where rallies have been won by milliseconds uh, and we do autocrosses as well we've done hill climbs uh, for the with the same system and people are just 
totally amazed. Um, about three weeks ago, I was in Arusha. We did the Guru Nanak rally in Arusha. And from what I was told is a few of the competitors even refused to enter because they were like, these results cannot be tampered with. And most of them have been used to, you know, having results changed how they want. So they lost quite a few entries. But the few who came, they swore by the results. And they've told the organizers, if you're not using this timing in future, we are not coming for any of the events. Can you keep, you say you got the tracking on the cars as well. You can uh, find out if somebody's uh, doing a shortcut, for example. Yes, yes. Um, we've got tracking on the cars. And as uh, our, our, our up, up, upload is uh, every second. So every one second, you get a location of the car. Should he go off the track even by, say, three meters, we would know. If there's a shortcut, we would know. And the tracking is recorded. So what happens is at the end of the event, should any competitor feel that this guy has not done the, the, the right route, it's easy to pull out the tracking and show them that this is, this, is our, this is our route and this is the tracking that he went on. It gives us exact speeds at each point, at each second. So we are able to tell if, uh, you know, if, uh, if a car, like we had an instance where we had uh, on, com on uh, transport sections, we had competitors over speeding. So we're able to pick that up as well. And, you know, tell the organizers uh, about it. It's up to them to decide about what they want to do with the information. Now you've become an integral feature of the Kenya National Rally Championship. Um, what, what's your relationship like with the Kenya Motorsports Federation? I think we bond very well. Um, uh, Moira has always been a very good friend and we've always worked very well together. Uh, Jim has been very, very supportive. He's even been asking, are you coming for the event? Be uh, they all get really excited when we are there for the events because they know things will be done faster. We can get home faster and start the party. Uh, so honestly, I mean, I think they really love it when we are on board doing any of the events. Just switching subjects, of course, you're the chairman of uh, Rift Valley Motorsports Club. Uh, 2022 was a very difficult year for motorsport. Yes, it has been. Uh, yes, I am the chairman. Um, it has been very difficult. Entries have been at the dismal low. Uh, hopefully the new move by KMSF to try to get, uh, to, they've set up a task force, so we hope to try to get in more entries and hopefully next will, next year will change the face of rallying in Kenya. So we have newcomers, because that's what we want. I mean, um, the old people are now getting too much used to it. Uh, we're getting too used to the same names coming up and all that. We want new people. We want to see that, uh, the, the fight for the title uh, between uh, Chanas and uh, Karan Patel. I mean, the fight was literal. It was down to what position each uh, competitor would finish at. And that is what we want to see. That's the excitement people want to see. Motorsport goes through cycles. Uh, we're presently now in a cycle where we're in transition at the moment. Uh, the likes of Boldev Chaga, Carl Tundo, you know, you, you could say Ian Duncan, people like that now really sort of taking a sabbatical from the sport and you're seeing new people coming in. But have you seen a cycle like this where the entries are so low, you know, where motorsport is really struggling? Not really, Sean. Actually, it's, it's actually shocking. Yes, I mean, imagine what would happen if these big names dropped out and all of a sudden you've got like only five people, you know, in an event. It's, it, it's really, really sad. I mean, I was looking back at the days when 
on a Guru Nanak rally, you had up to 80 entries. I mean, mm-hmm. even for us as a timing and tracking team, it would be difficult to handle because, I mean, you have to put trackers in 80 cars. You're going to have 80 cars on the grid running all around. Everything is, I mean, but that's the thing people want. I mean, the chances of one out of five winning are much lower than one out of 80. So definitely, you know, we'll be talking about <laughs> Yeah, you just brought up a very interesting point. Um, from the tracking, um, how many is too many entries in terms of the equipment you have and everything else? Um, we have had entries in Europe uh, that has had up to eight hundred, uh, sorry, 460 entries. So we are able to run any number of entries as long as we're able to install tracking in all the cars. It doesn't matter how many entries. Results are on point because immediately a car is out. You have the results. So it's, it doesn't really matter, actually. Like I said, we can run three, four events. And now I have a complete system in Kenya that runs all of Africa. Um, they've got a server in uh, Germany that can run Europe. They've got a, summer, a server in Bulgaria. We've now even been approached by the U.S. for Baja Racing. So I can only see the future very, very bright. Looks like 2023 will be very, very busy for you. Um, apart from Kenya, which other countries are you involved presently? Uh, we have done events in uh, South Africa. We've done in Rwanda, uh, in Tanzania now. Uh, we run one of the biggest events in uh, Tunisia. It's called the Phoenix Rally. And this year we had, I think, about 260 uh, entries. It's more or less like a Paris Dakar event run in the desert. But <clears throat> it's where we all headed. I mean, we they've been we've been trying to put up a, a good event like that uh, somewhere in Kenya as well. Uh, we're looking towards maybe the north side of Kenya. Um, plans are still underway, but we hope it'll materialize soon. Harry, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport Four One One. Thank you very much, Sean. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. That's Harry Sagu, who's in charge of the electronic timing system. We'll be back. 50, stay left over max jump, 100, right five plus long, Titans five minus, okay, Titans five minus, okay, continues, 30, brow going max left, 95, left four plus, very long, Titans cut over crest, left four plus, very long, Titans cut over crest. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks once again to Jasmine Chana, Karim Patel and Harry Sagu. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Carter-Villis. See you next week.